Welcome to the Digital Coffee Date, created and hosted by multimedia content producer and entrepreneur, Jessica Rosado. This podcast is your weekly inspirational dose of incredible women who are making a powerful global footprint. Our conversations feature different women from all walks of life who share their experiences through both successes and failures alike. These stories empower and encourage the female footprint in a society originally structured for them to fail. But whether it be through philanthropy or entrepreneurship, or even the corporate ladder, women are creating a global footprint that will impact the future. A warm welcome to the Digital Coffee Date fam. To those of you who are returning listeners, I appreciate all your love and support. And for those of you who are new to our community, I am so happy to connect with you. We are halfway into season two with episode six, and it is another special one because I am talking with the beautiful dynamic sister duo, Katie and Carol of Nina Nieves, who are making superwoman waves in the fashion industry. In this episode, we talk about their empowering impact through fashion and what it means to own your power. Hey, Katie. Hey, Carol. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Yes, yes. So I always seem to have some sort of fun fact about my special guests for the Digital Coffee Date listeners, and you both are no exception here. So I actually met Katie roughly a year ago pre-COVID. I know that I feel like we have to say that now at an event that was curated by Jainese, who is also on season two here. So it almost feels like full circle, having met you, then connecting further and learning about your business with your sister, Carol, and now being able to share that story here today. So I'm very thankful to Jainese for connecting us, and I'm so thrilled to have you both here today. As am I. I'm glad we're able to connect again, full circle. Absolutely. So you both run a company called Nina Nieves. Can you tell us what it's all about and your mission behind the company? Sure. So um, Nina Nieves. Uh, started our introductory product is a cape which sounds very strange we get questions all the time like a a superhero cape a cape cape and then we have to elaborate on it it's actually a lightweight luxury cape made of 100% merino wool Um, our first line we made in small batches in New York City and um, the mission for the company and our introduc- introductory piece is really to uh, provide a staple for the modern woman. And it's also a confidence booster. It's, it's a piece that is so unique. When you think about the history of the cape, um, it dates back hundreds and hundreds of years. And the people that actually wear the cape are you know, goes back to military, celebrities, people that are very bold in their fashion choices. So it really is an empowering piece. Um, so so that's, that's kind of the mission behind it is to use fashion and design to build confidence with a woman, within a woman inside and out. Yes. And, and just to add to that, Jessica, uh, we're strong believers that when you look good, you feel good. And there's a huge misconception that looking well put together takes a lot of effort, but really you're just missing that 
you know, those staple pieces in your closet that'll really elevate your look. And that's what the Nina Cape does for anyone, really. Absolutely. So working with friends can be pretty difficult at times. And some would say working with family is even more difficult. So how does your collaboration work to maintain a healthy business relationship and your sisterhood? Yeah, I think that for Carol and I, uh, we we were best friends before we became business partners. We're very close. Um we we look alike, we dress alike, we spend all our spare time that we can together, even though we live in, in separate areas. But um, for us and the business, it, the, the whole purpose of, of starting the business was to spend more time with each other and to have a passion project that we love um, together. So... I think we love the fact that we have a reason to talk every single day. Um, And for us, organically, we kind of fell into our separate roles within the company. Carol has a fashion design background, so she is able to have more input and kind of take the lead on production um, and and that side, whereas my background is marketing. So I've taken the lead on content, social media. So I think it's important to have that, the ability, I think it makes it easier when you have two people that have different skill sets, you know, there's no, there's no, um, the struggle, you know, between what, what do you do? And what, what am I going to do? What am I in charge of? We just kind of organically fell into our roles. And that's not to say that she doesn't have input on, on, Mm -hmm. you know, the day-to-day marketing, um, or outreach. And, and I don't have input on the design. It's very much a collaboration, but we both understand what our strong suits are and, and we let the other take the lead on that. So I think that helps with the relationship. And then another thing I would say is we do make time to just be sisters too. Um, we have, you know, calls scheduled, a couple calls scheduled every week. And sometimes, you know, we'll hop on and one of us will be like, okay, no business, it's sister time. And we'll just catch up on day to day what happened yesterday. Because yeah. we, <laughs> we had already talked the day before. So uh, what happened within the last few hours that we need to share? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And another thing, Katie, that I think that you and I do really well is including each other on um, on what you like in marketing. You always include me and I always feel like I'm a huge part of that as well. And um, as well, as far as the design as well, you are involved in every side of it as well, Um, which which is beautiful because you don't feel like you're really missing out on anything. You're a part of everything. That's amazing. And it, and it, I feel like that is what makes it feel more of like a collaborative effort. I think in any partnership, especially whether you're in business with a family member or you're in business with a friend, you know, knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses and, and then being, being, filling those either voids or filling those, like those lacking spaces and then bringing each other on to, you know, the various roles as well. I think it just makes for such a beautiful partnership. Now, we all know there is no endeavor or business venture that is not without its challenges. And I know that 
the word challenges can be very subjective, right? Because what's easy or difficult for some may not be easy or difficult for others. Um, but what were some of the challenges maybe you both have faced either in the company startup or even currently? Um, I, I think that one uh, lesson, I'm going to call it a lesson that, um, that Katie and I have learned along the way is to uh, stop assuming that other people know more than we do about what we're trying to bring to life. Um, although they may have more um, background or more time in the industry than us, we still know more about what we're trying to bring to life. And that was uh, a huge lesson for us. I agree. I think that Sometimes we we doubt ourselves, but we are the only ones that know exactly like for us that cape was supposed to look like. We know the vision. Right. Um, so it, it it did take a while for us to realize like they don't know more than we do. <laughs> we need to trust ourselves more. And that's one, you know, one one. I guess, recommendation I would give to anybody starting their own business. And, you know, you may think that because you're new in an industry that you don't know as much, but you're the only one that can bring your vision to life. And that is valuable in itself. Yes. And I, and it's, it's called imposter syndrome. And I feel like a lot of very strong minded and forward thinking women tend to tend to suffer a bit from imposter syndrome because i think when you're a high achiever you naturally are in the space of like i know what i'm going for i know what i want this that or the other so when you go into an area that maybe you haven't had the most experience in or aren't a senior at with years and years and years of time put in we tend to be very hard on ourselves. We think like, oh my gosh, but do I do I really know what I'm talking about when I say this? Or do I really, you know, know what I'm envisioning here when I say this is what I'm envisioning? You know, it's like you have that that self-doubt. And um, I think a lot of us struggle with that. So it's I, th I think it's a beautiful thing that you've been able to become aware of that and have been able to push through that and say, you know what? We know the vision that we see. We know what we're what we're trying to do here. And it doesn't matter how you know long you've been in the industry, you don't have the vision that I'm I'm saying this should look like. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna see my, you know, and that's not to say that that, you know, seeking help from others is, isn't a thing. I mean, absolutely. Like that collaboration, especially with people who are more senior than you, of course, you want to build those important relationships. But I think when it comes to the core of your vision and what you guys see, it's important to, to be very confident in that and not let the fact that, you know, you might not have as much time, you know, put in as someone else take away from what you both are trying to do. Right. I, I think you're so right. Spot on. Um, imposter syndrome is definitely the, 
the word to describe it. And one example I can think of is Carol, do you remember our first photo shoot? Yes, of course. I was just thinking about <laughs> So yes. So that's what comes to mind. Our first photo shoot, we we did everything for it. We booked the model, we booked the photographer, we um we scouted the locations, we styled the looks, we we did everything. You know, we're like a two-man band. And right. at the same time though, it's it was very different from what Carol and I, you know, have our our, you know, previous work and, you know, what we're accustomed to. And I remember the night before we were so nervous and we were like, why do we feel this way? What's going on? <laughs> and, and to your point, yeah, it's very difficult to get out of your comfort zone and do something different when you're used to being, you know, at the top of your game in one specific. Yeah. Familiar. yeah. Um, yeah. So we were, you know, we thought we kind of we had imposter syndrome, you know, and we didn't think that we were we were doing the right things or have had everything set up or, or cued. We go through the photo shoot, we relax as it's happening. And then, you know, afterwards, we're talking to the photographer and the makeup artist um, and and we shared like, oh, we were so nervous. You know, we didn't think you know, this is our first photo shoot. And they're like, Oh, no, you guys are so organized. This is one of the most organized <laughs> photo shoots I've ever been in. And you're like, what? <laughs> yes. We, I, yeah, we even had like a little changing station for the model. And she was so excited. She's like, I've never had this. I usually have to find a place to change. Like, Yes. We bought a little tent, a private tent. We had security guard. Like they okay. were so yes. pumped. Come through with the photo shoot. Yes. <laughs> yes. And but that self-doubt the night before yes. was very real. And it's imposter yes. syndrome. And and I have to say, like, my motto now is be afraid and do it anyway. Yes. Oh my gosh. I got chills when you said that, Katie, because I have been literally talking about this for like probably the past few months now where I've been re-coining the word fearless because I feel like the word fearless to us means like, oh, this person isn't afraid. She's not afraid of anything. Like, no, 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 no. Fearless means I'm doing this afraid regardless. Like if I'm afraid, I'm still going there. I'm still doing it. I'm just not allowing that fear to, to keep me back and to cripple you. Yes. Yes. And, and I feel like that's why I had said earlier that I feel like so many of us strong women who are, you know, very confident, who are very driven, tend to to really suffer from that imposter syndrome because for some reason, if there's any point of like, you know, I don't want to call it a weakness, but if there's anything that I would say like that we're less experienced in, we automatically our brain tells us like, oh, we don't belong in this space. Oh, we don't belong in this room. And I'm recoining this because it's been a theme in my life. And I want to say, oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do belong here. Yes, you do belong in this room. Yes, you do have a voice. Yes, you can do this. And so I feel like 
you know, you saying that, like, regardless, I'm going to do it afraid is such a huge, huge theme for myself personally. And one that I feel like a lot of us right now are, are we're getting out of those cocoons we've been in, like, okay, we're, we're molding, we're this, we're that. And now it's like, all right, I'm, I'm branching out, I'm out here and no one's going to tell me otherwise. And if I'm absolutely terrified, I'm still going to do it anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 100% agree. That's yes, the only so, way we'll grow. Yes, absolutely. It's, you know, we, we've we talked about, you know, the three of us have talked about being stagnant, you know, and in that comfort zone. And it's like, why, why would you want to keep yourself there? You know, you're not happy there. You're not happy in the comfort. You know, you think you are because it's, it's, what is it? It's comforting, you know? So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm okay in this space, staying here, not, not branching out, not going here. But in actuality, you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice by not by not branching out and exploring whatever it is that you envision or you want to do. So I'm I'm a huge advocate for that. Like do it anyway. And one of the things I've learned personally is that perf- the perfectionism. You know, I used to be like, no no no, I can't put this out until it's this. No no no, I can't do this until it's this. I can't and there's 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 a difference between wanting to put out quality work and wanting to put out perfect work because quality work is attainable perfection is not and so i think the difference between that is what what keeps a lot of us was you know stagnant and in that comfort place because we're like well it's not here it's not this it's not that well all these other people are doing it regardless and all these other people are putting putting their vision and whatever it is out there whether it it evolves in the spotlight or whether it changes like even this podcast went through a rebrand after i had launched you know so it's like you know so what i think we have to be careful to use that it needs to be perfect as an excuse yes. not to move forward too right right yes. yeah and i think the reality of it is it's more painful to stay stagnant than to move through and power through that fear. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, we got some gold here. (laughs) (laughs) So ladies, this podcast is all about sharing stories about women in order to empower our female footprint in the world. So can you share what it's like navigating through this entrepreneurial space as women? I know we've, we've covered a lot about imposter syndrome, but what is it really like being a female entrepreneur? Well, I think we have touched on it a little bit. I think as women, we're, we think a lot more through, we think through it a lot more, which causes some self-doubt. Um, I think, uh, as women, it sometimes, and Carol, you can jump in too, but you know, it's seen as maybe a hobby because, oh, it's, it's fashion design. It's, mm. you know, whereas perhaps not taken as seriously, um, as perhaps maybe a male, you know, starting something that's a little bit more masculine. Right, um, right. So I think maybe from, you know, personal experience, maybe those are a couple of the things, but may, mainly it is just um, the self-growth that goes into launching your own business. You know, there's, there's a lot of layers to it. And... Yes. And just when you think that you can't do one more thing or add one more thing to your plate, 
surprise, you can do it. You can get it done. You're like superwoman. So for yeah. me, um, in a cape. <laughs> yeah, yes. And you're dressed Literally. for it <laughs> and you're dressed for it. Yeah. So, so for me, just being a woman entrepreneur is, is more about the growth that I'm experiencing, um, internally versus, you know, the, the field or the industry at this very moment. And of course that may change as the business continues to grow and, you know, we get out, out there. I I totally agree, Katie. And, you know, also for, for me, I think it's important for us to validate our depth as women, as human beings, as mothers, as professionals, there's so yeah. many amazing layers to us. And, um, you know, the deeper you go, the better it gets. Absolutely. You know, they say that women multitask the best. And I feel like just what you were saying with the layers, like there's so many there's so many different parts of what make us who we are. And, you know, I think that's why so many of us resonate with the multi-passionate person, like the person who has different passions, who's doing different things, you know, like even, even in this space, in this fashion space, like Katie, your background is marketing. So you're in a fashion space, but you're applying these skills that you have outside of a fashion space. You know what I mean? And it's things like that, that are just so incredible. And, and I, I myself experience that, you know, where, and and I think the beauty in life is when they all intersect with one another, when they can all come together, the, the various passions and the various skills that you have. And it's like, oh my goodness, this all makes sense now, because this is what I'm supposed to do. And I feel like when we find that purpose and we, we, we have those experiences is when Ooh, life is life is quite incredible. So right in tune with what we're talking about on this show, we also discuss this current societal shift, right, where more and more women are united and speaking out about things that we deserve, speaking up against major injustices. So how do you feel Nina Nieves contributes to this overall culture that we're in? Carol, do you want to take that one or do you want me to? Um, you can start. You can start. Okay. So I think it goes back to um, women feeling worthy and empowering women to be able to um, speak up and ask for what they do deserve. And I think it's critical and to understand that you have to look the part too, you know, and looking the part gives you the boost of confidence to act on it. And I, I, I think that at the core, that's what Carol and I focus on. Um, I just watched a documentary um, about Audrey Hepburn a couple weeks ago, and she, believe it or not, I don't know if you're familiar with Audrey Hepburn. I mean, who is I am. I just, I don't, I I might have to watch that doc. Um, So she's a huge fan uh, of her. And so I watched the documentary and believe it or not, she, she was one of the best, you know, actresses of her time. So popular. And she, believe it or not, was very insecure. And what she said was, that the clothes 
were what helped her through it and made her think that she could act and she could pull off all these roles. And there's that stuck to me because, you know, fashion sometimes is seen as frivolous or, you know, a a trend, but it really, going back to depth, there is so much more to what you're wearing and what it does for your confidence and for your inner being. So to me, I would say Nina's contribution is through fashion, through this you know, unique design, being able to, to give the modern woman the confidence to go from, you know, board games in the dining room with their family to the boardroom easily. Right, it's transitional. Right. So exactly it. So for us, the cape does mean it it means confidence. It means power and it means owning your own space in the world to have the confidence to demand and go for exactly what it is that you want. Wow. I love that. And, you know, it's it's crazy because we often do dismiss fashion as being such such a, a huge, huge part of how we feel, how we do things. And I think that's why they usually, with they, you know, the people in the world, they usually say, you know, when you're not feeling a hundred percent, like do your makeup or, or make yourself look good because when you look good, you what you feel good. And I think like that is, is so huge because we often, I think I've, I've always felt that like, if you look good, you feel good. Sure. But I, I don't think I realized till honestly, this conversation, how that can apply to the highest of levels, like in a, in a sense that if I look this part, I am this part, you know? And I think, you know, we know that concept, like, oh, when you look good, you feel good. So if I'm feeling down, I'll just do my makeup or wear something nice or whatever. But we often don't realize the power behind like, no, when you're dressing the part, you are becoming the part. And it's and it's interesting because I've always known that. So my background is performing arts. And I've always known that in in the acting world, because when you dress into a character, it helps you become that character. But I never like I never applied it to real life. You know, like it was always like, oh, yeah, like when you want to be a great actor, you dress up like when I would do theater and things like that. You know, obviously it's like, oh, my gosh, once you get the costume, it's even more like, yes, I am this person. I, I am I am the living embodiment now of this person. Right. But to do that in real life and to say and I think where I, I, I've i started, where the seed kind of was planted and where it started to change for me was when I had a recent photo shoot um, where I just was like, oh my goodness, I am this woman. I am her. I'm, I've, I've been so long trying to become her, but I am her. Or at times I've been afraid because I knew what it would take to become her, you know? And so it's, it's really, really a wild concept and a beautiful one that when you look a certain part or when you truly have that embodiment of where you're trying to go, that that look and that outward appearance can truly affect and change how you see yourself in that space. Right. I mean, there's a saying that's a, it's dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. And I've always right. done that, you know, even as starting in a new role. I'm, I'm dressed for the job I wanted within that company. 
Yes. From day one. Absolutely. So I think it's, I, I love having these wonderful moments um, for many of my guests where on the show, I have, I ask them a question that allows them to reflect on the impact they've had. So what impact have you personally witnessed your company have with women? I think it goes back to, you know, just getting that feedback from mm-hmm. the buyers on how they feel when they're wearing it. That for us is such a huge um, inspiration to continue creating um, in this space. Um, so I think the impact is, you know, no, we're not saving lives, but are we making someone feel good on the inside? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Are we adding beauty to the surrounding, to our world? Yes, I think we are. Um, so I would say... That's that's part of the impact. Carol, were you going to jump in? I I was going to say that I think that in in simple words, uh, our impact is helping women feel effortlessly elegant. Um, because even if you go on our website and you look at our social media, you'll see how effortless it can really be to wear the cape and feel so beautiful. I mean, we style it with, you know, leggings or dresses or business attire. So there's a huge range of options on, you know, feeling good no matter what you wear. Yeah. And I, and I think too, it it almost goes back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Like you said, like we're not saving lives, but in a sense, you know, I won't, I won't, you know, bash the, the doctors and the, and the people who save lives. Okay. But in a sense, you know, with, with what you're providing here, you can truly change some, someone's and help to change someone's trajectory. You know, like if they're not seeing themselves as this person and when they put on that cape, they are that person, that's a huge, huge impact because now you've just changed how that person views themselves and now they're able to to be in that space or to feel like they're meant to be in that space. Right. And that's so powerful. That's just such a beautiful thing. I love getting messages and pictures from from our buyers and and their feedback and you know how how they feel because that's yes. That's critical, especially mm-hmm. today in a world where everything is social media and critical. And oh my goodness. what do I look like? You know, to be able to provide that confidence to women is just so rewarding. rewarding. Yes. So it's important to always try to at least be 10 steps ahead, right? So where do you see Nina Nieves being in the future? Um, I, I'll i start, and I know Carol will want to also add to it. Um, <laughs> so I see us growing, um, you know, on the business side, growing more um, with the range of capes. I think that's just going to be our, our staple always there, but we are going to expand to different products, um, you know, sets and, and there's a summer cape, there's a winter cape, there's, there's the cape has so many legs to it. I mean, you have no idea just changing the fabric changes the style of the cape. So it's it's, length. Yeah. The length. Um, so 
It has a lot of legs, but in addition to that, we want to also introduce different unique pieces that, again, go back to the, the core of the brand, which is really, and I don't think we touched on this, it was inspired by the women in our family, you know, mom and our grandmothers who <clears throat> just always had this sense of style and, and grace and looked polished and put together, even going to the grocery store, you know, right. I don't... I don't know if that's just like a, a Latin thing or what, but it was. I don't know. Cause my mom was like, she still to this day, she's like, did you put eyeliner on today? Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, mom, I have mascara. She goes, yeah, that, that whole just mascara thing doesn't work. I'm like, am I just, is this going to always be a thing? Yes, like every it day is. of my life. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But you know, so when we're younger, we find like, oh, what a pain. Oh, mom wants me to put my hair up. Mom wants me to, you know, look presentable, you know, but now looking back on it, what an inspiration to always, no matter how you're feeling on the inside, get up, get dressed and look the part and, and be so polished. So that's really another reason. And, and another thing that inspired this product for us and, and just Nina Nieves, it's actually named after our mother. That's her oh name. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How so beautiful. Yeah. So um, I think some other unique pieces um, that show that classic style that we think is is not 100% lost, but we think that's a space where we'd really thrive in the industry is, you know, just classic stuff, brooches, yeah. sets, going back to that that classic that. woman yes <laughs> yes and then future of course you know it's not just about us and building a legacy for our family but it's about giving back right and we want to find a way to give back to puerto rico and our community and yes. um carol you want to talk about that part sure sure so um we would like to, like Katie said, give back to Puerto Rico and add beauty to the island. Um, so as we add beauty to the world and helping women feel amazing, um, we want to do the same for the island and um, start this. Um, uh, we're going to call it like a painting project and just start painting um, houses that need oh like gosh. a little bit of... Uh, you know, a refresh, a facelift, a face. I was going to say facelift, but then I thought maybe not, but yes, exactly. A facelift, a refresher, a new, you know, because a fresh coat of paint, um, gives you a new beginning, makes you feel wonderful, makes you feel fresh. So, um, we actually plan to paint our first house at the end of the year and, and that's another thing that we want to add to uh, our legacy. And um, another thing that's uh, in the plans as well is a girls camp to oh my goodness. uplift little girls um, in, um, I would say, middle school and high school, which is a very fragile stage where you need to feel empowered starting, you know, even younger, but yes. that's where, where we would like to contribute at that stage of, you know, girls' lives and uh, just empower them and talk to them and let them know that there is no limit that they can and 
they can do whatever they want. That is incredible. And I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, so I love the paintings of, so if, you know, whenever that happens and becomes a thing, you definitely have to let me know. Oh, we will. Yes. And as far as the, um, the girls camp goes, there's Kara who is on the season one episode and she's actually in London who she, she does like a a mentorship program out there and for, for that age group, like middle to high school. And then here locally in the Tampa area, um, her name is Bria. She's actually going to be on this season as well. And she has an organization called equip her, which is another mentorship program. And I've actually been able to speak on a panel at one of her events. So those might be great people to, collaborate with in terms of once you start that and just having even like a mentorship part of that um, to come into that space and and help you guys with that. I mean, right there, there you go. The digital coffee date collab. That would be wonderful. Yeah. I mean, we're we're so excited for for that to get to that point and that part of it for sure. I think the painting painting houses is the equivalent of what a cape does to a woman, but you do it, you know, to a home, yeah. to a house. Yes, yeah. really. You're changing Absolutely. the person and the family's emotion by oh giving gosh. them this, you know, a, a fresh look. Um, yeah, and then to get, you know, phase two of that with with the girls camp. We both have girls, so it's so important to be able to share our story and say. You know, no matter what your background is or where you came from, you can you can do yeah, it. anything, whatever it is, you know, and that is that is so powerful. And I think about my own life, you know, and that's where I was really I, I was so honored to be able to speak on that panel um, at the Equip Her event, because, you know, I think about when I was that age, you know, and I, I could have really used that sort of mentorship because it, you know, it's, it's great to have a supportive family. Absolutely. Um, but to have something outside of that, especially when you're in such an age where not everything your parents say you're going to want to hear or listen to. And so to have a program of really like a resourceful program of people that can really support you and be, be a guiding mentor for you in such a crucial age is so, so valuable. Now, if anyone wanted to connect with you both, what's the best way to go about that? I would say our website, nidanieves.com. They can, you know, take a look at our, our website and there's a contact us at the bottom. Uh, Info at nidanieves.com is the email. But yeah, that would probably be the best way. Okay, great. So I always like to close our digital coffee dates with advice or words of wisdom. So what would you tell a woman who might be hesitant to start her own business? Be afraid and do it anyway. Yes. Yes. One foot in front of the other. Yes. Just keep moving. Absolutely. Well, It was so incredible having you both on the show today. And I'm so thrilled to see where your journey with Nina Nieves takes you both. Thank you you so much.
Thank you for tuning in to the Digital Coffee Date, where inspiration ignites meaningful action. Be sure to visit thedigitalcoffeedate.com to sign up for your free membership where you can go beyond our digital coffee dates and discuss episode topics on our growing digital community.